Hey ladies, welcome to the Diamond Hands podcast. So you want to own a med spa? Welcome to our community and explore the exciting industry of medical aesthetics and hear from experienced med spa owners and relevant industry experts to guide you on your path. Mindset, money, practice management, marketing, find it here. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Diamond Hands Podcast. Today, we are so excited to have this beautiful, bodacious queen with us, Audrey Rose. Um, she is an NP working on her doctor of nursing as well. And she is the owner of Ageless Wayless in New Hampshire and also Woburn, Massachusetts. And she also owns Audrey Rose School of Aesthetics. Welcome. <laughs> Hi, Leslie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored to be here and for you to include me in your podcast. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Oh, of course. So like, you know, I know you just came back from your doctor. You have your baby coming soon. Yes. In three weeks. I can't <laughs> wait to meet her. It's so exciting. And it's like, you know, like you're kind of winding down and everything, like, you know, from your practice and everything, like how are you going to, how many weeks are you going to take off? Are you going to take off for a few months? Like, what do you think you're going to do? Do you know, I had, I feel like I had a lot of regrets from when my daughter was younger and, you know, giving oh. birth to my daughter, I, I went back to work a very, very soon, like six weeks. Oh, so yeah. this time around, the business will always be there and I've implemented the proper foundation so far. So my clients are going to be just fine. You know, we have enough staff on hand. We can refer them out to. So I will be off from March till July. Yes, honey. Yes. Girl, yes. yes. I love it. You're going to be able to get that nice sweet time with your girls, your boy, and your family. It's going to be so exactly. beautiful. Exactly. <laughs> because at the end of the day, that's what's most important. And Amen. I find that we can't get back this time. So, and that's a big balance for, you know, women in our industry. You know, we are the mother, we are the wife, we are mm -hmm. the business owner, we are the aesthetic injector. Yeah. So we have to wear many hats and, you know, balancing is very, very hard. And this time I wanted to make sure I took ample time to nurture and give my baby an amazing foundation oh. that she'll need to enter this world. <laughs> That's so awesome. So, you know, speaking about foundations, you know, um, <laughs> so I just want to ask, so, you know, I know, um, you know, well, I'm a first generation American, but you're Jamaican and, you know, you're, you're here now. So I just want to kind of know, like, um, what, tell us a little bit about your story, you know, coming from Jamaica to the United States, like, what was your, what was your driving, like, passion to come to America? Well, my mom lived here and I went to boarding school on the island. So as soon as I was done with boarding school, I really had no choice. <laughs> if the decision was up to me, I would probably be a beach bum in the grill. Yes. You know, but my mom was like, yeah, no, you need to come up. And, you know, she basically forced me to move here. And, you know, in Jamaica, we finished school very, very early. So 16, I was 15, so 16. young. Yep. Exactly. So I had to go back to high school for another year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so 
And here I was with my mom, who's a single parent. So I had no choice. There was no laying back and not working mm-hmm. and not hustling and not doing my part because she was doing all her part for mom and for father. So yeah. she was both for me. So for me, I've always worked. So even for this maternity leave will be really hard <laughs> because I don't know how to rest, right? Yeah. You give me some time off. I'm going to work on a project. Mm-mm. So, you know, I moved here from Jamaica. I started my career in medicine from the bottom up. So I was the CNA. I was the medical assistant. I was the nurse. I was the nurse practitioner. I'm now the business owner and I am in school for my PhD. So I've been in multiple levels of medicine and pretty much majority of my career was spent at the Brigham and Women's Hospital in the city. Very grateful for that experience. Would never take it back for the world. Mm -hmm. Um, My last position there was in the thoracic surgery ICU and very depressing. I remember looking around like, I need to be on the pretty happy side of medicine. (laughs) And how can I help people, you know, build their confidence and grow within themselves? And aesthetic medicine was born for me, really, because it was just the perfect way of not being with patients that, you know, had poor prognosis. Mm-hmm. While that taught me a lot, it also taught me a lot about enjoying life experiences when you don't have those poor prognosis. Yeah. So, wow, that's so. I just deep. depressed you. <laughs> no, 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 I'm sitting here, my face like dropping. No, but I, I think that's just so wonderful because it's like it's, it's interesting you say that because uh, you know uh, um, a, a book that I'm reading um, now is called The Pilgrimage by Al Coelho or whatever. I don't know if you've ever read it, but it's like. A, I read too much. Anyways, but it's just like one of the exercises he said to do, and I I had my my man do it last night. He was thinking I was crazy. It's called the Kaufman exercise. So you like lay down and you put your arms like this and you have to imagine your funeral. You have to imagine all these things and like you're being buried alive. And then you have to like burst out of the coffin at the end. It's kind of like a meditation to help you to like, you know, really appreciate the life that you have. And like in your position in the, you know, in the thoracic surgery unit, you saw people at the end of their lives or in terrible parts of their lives all their time. So all the time. Yeah. And so for you, like, that must be such a, I see you living your life like, you know, you're on horses with unicorns and like, you know, all these are great things you do because you live, you're living life. You have to. I've lived life for a hundred years, even yeah. though I'm approaching 40, I've lived for a uh, hundred years. So if I die tomorrow, <laughs> I could say I've lived, you know, yes. I've not let anything or any obstacle prevent me from doing what I want to do. There's always the way to overcome it. And that's always the attitude to have. So yes, live your life. (laughs) Exactly. I love that. And so, you know, your business, I know that, you know, everyone starts small to become big and you've grown a very large and very successful practice. So tell us a little bit more about, you know, your journey in your business and what you enjoy the most about your business all right so if i had to be honest about this um and i'm going to be brutally honest about this i would say what i enjoy the most is when my procedure room door is closed and i'm in the room with my patients 
Yeah. Or I'm mentor, um, being a mentor for other nurses that want to get in the industry. Yeah. I have to tell you, even though I've found my way around maneuvering the business aspect of things, mm-hmm. it's not my favorite part. Mm. Right. So I don't enjoy being the boss as much and doing all the boss paperwork, Mm. you know, dealing with having insurance and benefits Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. payroll and employment and all of that. But I do enjoy the clinical aspect of my job very much. And I do enjoy mentoring students very much. (laughs) <laughs> and that's and that's really good. I mean, and, and and I think that's something to think about. Like, you know, people think, you know, being an entrepreneur is so glamorous. They're like, oh my God, you know, she's a boss bee. Da, 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 da. And it's just like I was crying um two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> and it's real. It's real. And you know what? It's worse for medical people because yes. by nature we're empaths. Mm. So we always want to see light in people and we always want to care even when they're not good for us. Right. (laughs) So we always want to be, you know, inspiring and uplifting. And that's a lot of burden for a medical provider to carry and, and a business owner. Mm -hmm. I found when I just started, you could tell me a sad story and I would feel so bad. I'm like, please don't tell me those stories because I'm going to give you all my fillers for free because I feel so bad, you know, and that's the nurse within us. And I can tell you, there's so many other nurses that do the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, a patient come in and they're crying. Their husband left them for a younger girl. You know, they have three kids and they're just depressed or they just lost a significant other. And it wears on you for the day. And, you know, not only are you the business owner, but you are that nurse and you are nurturing in nature so it's tough to separate (laughs) yeah I can imagine so you know for you just kind of curious it's like you know how did you develop that thicker skin to kind of separate the business side from like okay you're my patient side what kind of mechanisms did you put in place to kind of separate those two so for me you have to take the provider out of the pricing and the billing, mm. right? That's one thing. And you had to look, I had to learn how to delegate. Yeah. Like it's okay for me not to do the payroll. <laughs> yes. I don't have to take control of everything. Yeah. So we have to learn how to delegate and how to follow up. Mm-hmm. And that kind of system or structure will help you be more successful because that will free you up to do other things, right? Mm -hmm. Because if I'm injecting for 12 hours a day, where am I going to find time to do the payroll and to, you know, make sure all the business systems are in place and the marketing and so forth. We have Mm -hmm. to free up ourselves and give away some of that. Yeah, and that's and that's definitely true. I agree with that hundred percent. And you know, so with you, I know there's a, a lot of moving parts that you have going on. So it's like, what do you do in order to stay like motivated and consistent for yourself? Because I know you know it's it's hard to feed from an empty cup. So how do you fill yourself with my friends and family and vacationing? <laughs> I love to travel. Like yeah. I you know, travel at least when we're not in a pan in the middle of a pandemic once every month or once a quarter, um, yes. at least minimum. 
uh, going to other places, being with other cultures, um, mm. being having time with my families and my friends, that's important to me. Being around my culture, getting back to Jamaica to reset, yeah. slowing down, um, mm. being on the beach and smelling that stinky ocean in the morning. <laughs> Those are the things I do to reset. And yeah. be, just being around my friends and family, um, that's reset enough for me. That's so awesome. So like, you know, I know you've been in coronavirus, it was, I don't know, 14 months now or what have you. So like, you know, how tough has it been for you to kind of reset um, during these times that we're in? Uh, with the virus, I find that there's really, it's been very, very hard, much more difficult, right? Mm -hmm. Because when we shut down, we're in flight or fright, right? So it's like, we better swim or we'll sink, mm -hmm. right? I don't mm -hmm. know about you. Did you think the world's coming to an end? I did for a little bit. I was like, I, I was definitely my Afro out, like, you know, PJs on, like, scared, <laughs> I must say. So that was definitely me at the beginning of coronavirus. Like, I was just, like, scared. And then I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm just going to stay in my house, work home, and uh, I'll be all right. I, I had the ability to do that, but not everybody. <laughs> Does. not everybody so for us when we shut down I was like okay we were one of the first med spas in our areas area to shut down and I found that I was like okay so where's our income coming from what am I going to do with our staff yeah. I mean that's a big decision for a medical person and other providers were still open you mm -hmm. know making revenue but for me it was important as a nurse and knowing what I know and not knowing the true effects of the virus to really be on the safer side and just mm -hmm. shutting it down. Yeah. And I just felt like we had to get into damage control mode. Yeah. So we were doing survival kits. We were doing medical weight that. loss from home. Mm -hmm. We were doing all sorts of stuff. I mean, I was in every online lecture you could think of. Yeah. And you know, we, I haven't had time to really process because we've just been moving so fast. And when yeah. our clinic reopened, I'm telling you, I was working 12 hour days. Some of the times I was like, I'm going to go in renal failure because I haven't <laughs> been to the bathroom all day. Oh no. Like my bladder is shutting down on me. And, um, you know, it was just extremely busy. Yes. And I haven't had a moment to really truly reset yet. So I'm yeah. hoping I'll get that in over the next two weeks when I go on maternity leave. I know. And it'll be all better. So I'm looking forward to that. I know. I know. You'll be getting to reset with your little baby on your chest. Exactly. <laughs> so nice. Since the since the pandemic, it's just been I've just been in damage control mode. Yes. You know, it's one phase after the next. It's the phase where we're quarantined and generating income. It's a phase mm -hmm. where we're coming out of quarantine and now we have tons of income and tons of patients that we need to care for yeah. with the skeletal crew, yeah. minimal staff. It's the phase of the holidays are coming and everybody needs their aesthetic treatment. So I haven't had time to like decompress. 
Yes. So definitely looking forward. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> and so it was like, you know, decompressing and all these things. And then, you know, you're also like, not only are you dealing with your immediate businesses that you're running, but you also have the Audrey Rose Institute of Aesthetics, <laughs> which is huge. And it's like, you know, hey guys, I'm on Clubhouse and Audrey's on Clubhouse. And it's like, you know, you see these people that, you, I heard you say that, you know, some of the people are coming to your school, you met on Clubhouse, but like, tell us more about the school and how, what, came, what was the impetus for wanting to start the school and tell us about the woman you serve and what you do for them or the people, not just women. So with our school, I basically started the school in 2016 out of just being frustrated, um, frustrated with a lack of resources, a lot, a lack of, um, you know, community. Yeah. Uh, when I started, there was barely much classes around, mm -hmm. much resources to get your business structure, nobody to help you. You had no idea. You just had to figure it all out yourself. Mm -hmm. And I figure if I could save people time, time is money. And I've already gone through the process, then sharing that is really important, right? Mm -hmm. Not only the business aspect of things, but the clinical side too. Yes. So providing training and continuing education for mm -hmm. aesthetic nurses, because a lot of times, you know, traditional medicine, they don't view aesthetic medicine as a real branch of medicine. Mm. And I truly believe it is. We're touching people's lives just in a different way. We might not be doing that cardiac cath or we might not be, you know, doing that bronchoscopy. But what we are doing is giving people the confidence they need to step out in the world like they own it. Yeah. And that transfer in so many different aspects of their lives, right? Mm -hmm. So if they're confident and they have better relationships, you take care of your kids better, you feel good about yourself, right? Mm -hmm. So I do believe it's a, it's a real branch of medicine yeah. and the support in the New England market just wasn't there. So mm -hmm. I was just frustrated and I'm, I'm like, if I'm frustrated, people started in the industry are going to be frustrated. So why don't I set up a platform that will support newer nurses, novice nurses, but also, you know, expert nurses as well. Mm -hmm. And we'll provide training, we'll provide access mm -hmm. to, you know, products and the pharmaceutical companies and so forth. So mm -hmm. it's really been a blessing. And we haven't put much time or effort into marketing. Mm -hmm. I mean, Leslie, when we do, this thing is going to take blow off, <laughs> blow up, because we've legit been just pure referral base mm -hmm. um people just we have a website we have an instagram um you know but i find that if we put the money and the effort into our google and our google adwords and our seos and so forth mm -hmm. i think it's just really going to blow up and we have just people from all over the country i mean we opened up we had people flying from you know, Texas, wow. you know, New Orleans, Florida, wow. it was just everywhere coming for training. So it was really nice to see that. And it's all in organic referrals. 
That's so amazing. So, Cause I know you guys offer like so many classes. I, I know you guys just recently did that, you know, class you, you um, flew in Dina, Dr. Dina, Ben, David, you guys did a joint class on like threads. You guys do, you know, I saw you guys did a trademark class, which is super important. <laughs> you did a trademark. We did. Yes. So again, you know, we find the resources and we share it. Yes. And that trademark attorney is amazing. So I just wanted him to come in and present mm-hmm. to our network and our network members because, you know, that's valuable. It is. I, I had to go through it myself. I was served with the cease and desist for my name, right? <gasps> and I had to rebrand the whole thing after I'd spent so much money on other stuff. Oh I had God. to redo my LLC. I had to do all of that. So... Mm. If I can stop people from, you know, making those mistakes yes. and learning more, then I'm all for it. And yes. hence, we have the trademark class. And I want to partner with people not only in the clinical world, but in the business world mm-hmm. to, to provide these resources for our nurses. Because yeah. we went to school to be clinicians. We didn't go to school <laughs> to be business people. And we absolutely suffer because of that when we start a business because we get taken advantage of and for a ride. Yes, and, and that makes a, a big difference. So your school is like so valuable um, that they can get that type of training. And like, you know, just, I'm just kind of like praying here, but like, do you have any, like, you know, with like, I know Spark came out with from Allergan or whatever, they're trying to do kind of something. It's not a school, but they're trying to educate people on those things. Like, have you ever thought about doing like big partnerships like that? Like, hey, Allergan, what's up? Like, Spark, like, I can help. Like, have you ever thought about those types um, of things? I haven't thought about that. And I do like the idea that the pharmaceutical company are recognizing that their clinician needs that side and the business help. Yeah. However, sometimes I feel like I have a great relationship with Allergan. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like um, it, it's not as organic because these mm. are business people that have these strategies and platforms that they haven't been through the process, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, I would like for them to incorporate more people who's gone through the struggle, who's yes. lived it. Um, yes. because it becomes more relevant to mm-hmm. our audience that we're trying to teach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense, definitely. Not because... just a template that we're giving out <laughs> to people. Yes, exactly. It's like, this works. I know it works because I've lived it and I've tested it and gone through it. Yeah, exactly. And that's so awesome. And then, you know, so you lead so many people, and we're going to kind of go back into the business here. You know, how important do you believe it is to understand the personalities of those you lead in your practice? And, you know, what do you do to ensure, you know, cohesiveness of personalities when you're putting your teams together? (laughs) I'm telling you, this is the part that I don't enjoy. (laughs) Because my team is, my team is so diverse. And I have to tell you, that's what I love about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I have the artist, I have the jack of all trades, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've met Lisa, she's legit yes. the jack of all trades. So mm-hmm. she could mold into anything. She more, <laughs> she's like a shapeshifter, right? <laughs> That's so great. 
So, you know, and then, you know, for the clinicians, we have clinicians that are very structured, very stern, you know, very clinical. Mm-hmm. And then we have clinicians that are a little bit more mother- motherly, that's yeah. more of a mama bear that's there to take care of you. And then okay. we have the esthetician that's very spiritual and into energy. <laughs> so there's just uh, so many different avenues for them. Yeah. And what I find instead of fighting against their strong suit is mm-hmm. setting them up for, you know, not setting them up for failure by, you know, culturing what they're good at. So say, for instance, we have somebody uh, that runs our front desk, but on certain days, she has an admin day to do the things she loves to do, Mm -hmm. which is making pictures look pretty and posting them. So once I find their strong suit and then I have the robots, I have the robots that just kind of go through, you know, the system. Everything has to be organized and aligned and don't take them out of their 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 lane right yeah and they don't function well Mm -hmm. so I find the strong suit and I culture that strong suit so maybe the robot needs to be doing the paperwork and the email robotic stuff yeah maybe our artist needs to be you know working on helping us with content Mm. and then our jack of all trades is going to kind of fit in everywhere low yes (laughs) but it's it's like it's 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 a it's an interesting dynamics, but yeah. once you figure out their strength and you culture it, mm-hmm. then it makes the flow a lot easier. And they're doing something they love that they love to do, so it keeps yeah. them motivated. You That's can't awesome. put the jack of all trades in a box. Mm. <laughs> it's the worst thing you could do, right? So yeah, you can't. <laughs> you cannot, and you can't put them and make them a robot because they like little bits and pieces of doing different things. Yes. So yeah, that's amazing, and and it's so good that you know you're you're able to like have like a good um, grasp of like, human behavior, so you can understand about that that about your people. Because there's some people that will literally try and force an employee into a hole and say, "This is where I want you to be. This is where you stay." and not take into account all the different things going on with them that make them who they are. <laughs> exactly. And the next thing you know, they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's so exactly. crazy. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, um, we're coming down to our last few questions here, you know, but um, I would say, you know, I know you've talked about education, um, you know, being one of the things that you saw as a kind of a gap and a hole in the industry. Um, but besides that, do you have any other gripes that you see in the industry that you think need to have the Band-Aid ripped off of them and they need to be addressed? Leslie, <laughs> really? You're going to make me go there? I usually like to stay on the positive side of things. I'm just saying. And I'm stay just... in my own lane and kind of mind my business, you know? No, I'm never works. All right, let's go there. <laughs> So gripe in the industry, I find that when I started out, especially with the school, mm. I got a lot of kickback. Mm. Why is she training other people? People who didn't realize that I would hear these things back, you know, she's training the competition, <gasps> you know? So it's, and it's all over. 
everybody says that, right? They don't want me training other people because it's going to take over the market. Mm -hmm. But listen, the market will be saturated and there'll be room for all of us to grow. Mm -hmm. And I think that we're missing that community standpoint, right? Very, Mm -hmm. very important. If I see an injector doing something that they're not supposed to do or something that doesn't look right, guess what? I'm going to have the professional courtesy to inbox them Mm-hmm. And let them know, because if we make fun of them or we dare them and we share it with everybody else without telling them, mm-hmm. we're we're basically, you know, saying that our industry, we're not, we're, we're, it's going to reflect bad on all of us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. for me, it's like, we need a better community. Yeah. And I would rather be in front of training people and making sure we have good people out there and making sure we have responsible people out there mm-hmm. then people just go into youtube university mm. to learn and you know doing things that they're not supposed to yeah so for me i wish that the industry and senior nurses in the industry and expert nurses in the industry mm-hmm. you know play their role in being mentor for other people and uplifting other people and welcoming other people into the industry yeah and I think that's so like important you know because it it goes in that 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 same type of vein where you know in life we're either living in fear or faith and when these other people in business are living in fear of what what Joe Smo is doing or you're doing or what have you it's not right it's just like let's work together to uplift people who want to come into this industry and, and 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 that's that it's like it reflects better on all of us. Yeah. You know, you think about things that we see in the news, like that spa that, you know, somebody contracted HIV from doing PRP microneedling, mm. right? Yeah. Think about that. That affected our business all the way on the East Coast. Yeah. That was huge. So whatever one does affects all of us. So if we see somebody that's doing something that's not right, we Mm -hmm. give them the professional courtesy to talk to them about it Mm -hmm. because it's a reflection on all of us. So if we don't get people to get proper training and we're not evolving, then Mm -hmm. that's a reflection on all of us. And when that reflection comes, it's going to affect us on a state level, a government Mm. level, where they're going to start taking things away from us. And I just, I just think that we need to be more of a community. So when I'm training people, it's not, it shouldn't be, oh, it's our competition. Mm-hmm. It should be like, we're growing our industry. Yeah. And it makes a lot of sense. And, and no. we're making relevance for our industry. Think about the stigma that our industry had a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Because it's still relatively new. <laughs> According to the in medicine, it's still relatively new. So definitely. And and then, you know, speaking like wishes and like, you know, um, you know, what you wish for the aesthetic community, you know, this is kind of like, you know, if you could go back in time and talk to little Audrey when she was starting her starting her practice, what would you say to Audrey back then as far as advice? I mean, I would say to Audrey back then, because I spent a lot of time going back to fix my foundation, mm-hmm. is to get the foundation right in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. 
um, foundation meaning the setup of your business right in the first place. So mm-hmm. you're not backtracking. Mm-hmm. I would also say to Audrey, watch out for the device world. You don't need to brandish every new toy that's out there and really investigate more about those extended warranties that come with the devices that you buy and really calculate your return on your investment. So just don't want to brandish every new toy that comes out. Give it time. That's what I would say to Audrey. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. I felt like that's where I made a lot of my pitfalls where I was like, um, yeah, I bought this device, but then a year later, the warranty is like $24,000, but they told me there was no consumable. But if I don't buy this warranty, this handpiece could go out. And, mm. you know, like it is criminal over time, right? So, and not bite at the first price you get because a machine could go from 179000 and within a year, you're paying $79,000 for it. Mm-hmm. $100,000 less. So those were bad pitfalls I made. And um, I felt like, um, here's another addition to that is the marketing companies, they'll take you for $3,000 a month to do marketing that you're Mm. not even seeing the return on your investment. Mm. And they're putting you into a box of the car salesman that doesn't fit your clientele. So uh, $25,000 later, over six months, you're like, okay, where did my money go? And what did I get for it? Mm-hmm. So be careful of those marketing people that will come to your office and tell you how much business they're going to drive. I mean, I would go back and say, take your time mm-hmm. to really examine all the details of this stuff. And if I could save other providers from making these mistakes, then I could save them a lot of money. A lot. <laughs> a lot of money. A lot. Oh my God, Audrey. Thank you so much for all of like, you know, giving us a little bit of your background and like some of your advice and things. You know, before we go, is there anything else that you want to add to, um, you know, to en- enrich our audience's lives? I just say life is too short. Get Botox and fillers. <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's awesome. And where can you- our audience, oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? You feel pretty on the outside. You'll feel just as pretty on the inside. Amen. <laughs> Put that together on some good skincare, diet, oh, all that yes. stuff. Honey, out here snatched. <laughs> you got it. Oh my God. I don't know about you, Leslie, but when my Botox kick in, I walk with my head so high. I could step in stuff on the ground and not even know. Oh my so goodness. Good. Girl, I've already been prepping <laughs> yawn. Like I, you know, I go to you, I don't do anything yet. But I'm just like, when it's time, I told him I was like, this thing here. I'm like, I'm just gonna work on him. I'm yeah, like, I'm telling yeah. you. He was like, Leslie, don't do it. But I'm like, I'll be I'll look like me for like the next 20 years. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's coming to do our videos tomorrow, so he'll see it. <laughs> we know. have a male model, so he'll totally see that it is okay. I know. I'm like, Jan, you should start getting facials. <laughs> he might get it before you. <laughs> he might. That's another thing altogether. But where can our audience find you on Instagram and website? I'm also going to link it in the show notes. But where can our audience find you? At Beautify Fairy. Uh, at A Rose Institute. At Age Wayless. <laughs> yes. And www.agewayless.com. 
and www.injectinjectables.com. Awesome. So that's going to be in the show notes. So again, thank you so much for all your expertise. Ladies, if you are looking to get into aesthetics, this is the school that you need to go to. She produces some of the best aesthetic injectors in the Northeast and also Florida and other places I've seen. So, hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, Thank you, Audrey. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, Leslie. You too. <laughs> like what you heard, please leave us a review. I appreciate you listening and your support. Follow us on Instagram at Plan Life Happens and comment on this episode's post. Also, I appreciate your feedback and ideas. Improving is the name of the game. I'm Leslie Tracy, your host. Thanks for listening.